And he cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth. And when he cried, seven thunders uttered their voice. Converting earthly language into thrust. As you kneel before Azawa, legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like ComicsOnline.com. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 12, Episode 12. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan. But instead of the usual group of podcasters, we've got uh, something a bit different once again. This is uh, another uh, exclusive interview. Um, This episode, we've got Crows, (laughs) as we say. And uh, here he interviews uh, via Skype a a geek pop culture icon. Uh, This man has uh, gone from... Uh, original Ghostbuster to a voice actor on the amazing ongoing Transformers Prime series which airs on The Hub uh, which uh, you should be able to get on the cables or the satellites or the iTunes I don't know all sorts of places you can get this but uh, Transformers Prime is pretty badass and uh, I highly recommend it as a guy who doesn't watch a ton of cartoons, you, I, yeah, could do it. Um, here, here he uh, goes from, instead, instead of being a, uh, you know, a bit outside the law in his role in Ghostbusters, um, he goes to, to being, you know, the, you know, part of the law. He's uh, something of an agent, a federal agent, and, uh, tasked with uh, keeping the Transformers in line, as if any human could really do that, but at least keeping an eye on them and uh, coordinating uh, between uh, the humans and, and the, uh, the Autobots. Um, so, um, yeah, and, oh, and, and by the way, we're not talking about Josh Keaton this time. Much as we uh, adore the man... Uh, instead, we've got one of his co-workers on Transformers Prime. So, uh, and, you know, obviously he wasn't in Ghostbusters. Where the hell was I even going with that? Come on, Kevin, let's get on with it. So, Comics Online is proud to present our exclusive and altogether crossational interview with Ernie Hudson. Hi, I'm Crows of Comics Online, and I'm here talking to Ernie Hudson, who plays Agent Fowler on Transformers Prime. What exactly drew you to the role of Agent Fowler as opposed to your normal live-action roles that you're used to? Well, you know, I'm an actor, and for me, that definition sort of includes a little bit of everything, a little theater, a little TV, a little film, anime, whatever. You know, we, we train hard early on so that we develop the chops to do whatever we're called to do. So this is all part of that repertoire of things that we do. I love doing voice work because um, it's just it's different. I mean, it's 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 acting, but it's a different set of muscles. So, um, so I'm always happy to get a chance to do it, especially if it's a character and a series that, you know, that's developed and that's interesting, and you know, you can really bring something to the table. And so, when I got the part, um, I, I just loved the uh, the idea of being on the series, and I liked the character. Uh, it wasn't until I, I think, the first session and meeting everybody and seeing all the people involved in making this happen, and especially the other voice actors, 
uh, that I really began to feel and really strongly feel now that we really have something very, very good and very unique and uh, and something that I'm I'm very proud of. So. Now, Agent Fowler is a character in a world filled with giant robots, and being a human, this puts them at kind of a disadvantage of sorts, and right. they sometimes kind of play it off to comedic potential and whatnot, but also it's been shown that as an FBI agent, he can really get the job done. So, what's it like stepping into that role? How do you balance those two things? See, I identify with Agent Fowler in a lot of ways. I think um, part of his um, comedic uh, that is, I think it's genuine in the sense that as we get older in life, as I've done, not old, Paul is not an old guy, but he's certainly getting older. And so those things that we fell in love with in high school, we still carry with us. Those things that we, those little sayings that we really thought was so hip that probably aren't as hip anymore. Um, but he doesn't feel diminished, even though he may very well be diminished. He doesn't see himself as being any less able than any of the Autobots. I mean, he he jumps in and he's ready to fight to the to the last, and he's that kind of guy. So I think it has to do with a, a life transition for him that um, that is it's just a, a part of him. You know, he's he's it's just a different time. He's a former. Um, Special Forces guy, you know, when he was young, he could do all kinds of stuff. But now it's a little bit of a challenge, but uh, but he's still willing to, you know, to, to go forward. And I think that's what, um, and given this assignment, gives him purpose. It gives him a place to be. Um, he doesn't feel threatened by these guys. He feels that it's important that he, you know, uh, keep them in check and show up 100% and not let them, get out of control so this is um this is his life calling man i mean i think he he just you know he's in heaven right now i mean he's this is a very very cool position to be in so um but i think he's sincere and i think his sincerity makes him funny and a little bit goofy like most old people are you know (laughs) so love him dearly but uh but we're we're people of our times and he's a little bit from a different time and I don't mean to say that he's this old man who's he's not that, but he's certainly not a kid. Now, being an agent working for the feds and stuff, obviously Agent Fowler has been through a lot. He's seen a lot of battles and stuff back in his day. Do you think it's possible we're ever going to get a look at, you know, his past in terms of what he's done before joining up with Autobots? Or would you personally like to see that happen if it hasn't yet? When you take on a character like that and you and you see the Autobots, and I love the relationships with all the Autobots, and we begin to get their history from you know their their planet, and we begin to see those relationships, and we realize those relationships go way back. Uh, I would love to see that in terms of the humans as well, and you know, especially Fowler. I think um, you know he's our sort of connection to them in a lot of ways, along with the kids. So, yeah, I'd love to, um, you know, to explore those things. You know, the writers are amazing. And I think what makes this series really special is the writing. I mean, I just think it's top-notch. And um, so I I hope they, you know, if there's a place to find time to – I'd like to know more about Agent Fowler. I mean, I can fill in the spaces, which is what we do as actors, but I'd love to to find out some things myself. And it would be great to see it happen. And and, – I think it could only add to what we're doing. So, um, you know, because he has a, a, certainly a colorful history. I mean, we know that just by 
the way he is. And um, and he's also very, um, uh, he's a lot of personality, but he's also very emotional in a lot of ways. And, um, and it's great having those opportunities to see that stuff come out. And, and, and I'm always curious about where it comes from. Um, so, yeah, so it would be great to see, you know. And all that is just character development. And if the series run, you know, for a long enough time, um, hopefully we'll have a chance to explore that. The series has done really well with developing the robots as well at the same time as developing the humans a lot. And Agent Fowler sort of plays this kind of parental role in the whole grand scheme of things, looking after Miko, Jack, and Raph. Now, do you see him as sort of the father figure in this big group? Yeah, I think so. I think he sees um, that his position is that, you know, to make sure the kids are okay, to make sure, and also to make sure the planet's okay. It's great that the Autobots talk about, you know, they'll be there to protect, but he wants to be there to make sure that they live up to that commitment. And uh, and I think he feels it's his personal responsibility, and especially for these kids who he would never have allowed to um, to be involved, to get involved, but it's already is, so I think he takes a personal um, you know, but also I think it, when we get into his personal stuff, we'll know more, you know, about his own, you know, we know he's not married, you know, his family situation, you know, this that also gives you a, a reason to be. I mean, looking out for these kids, making sure they're not, you know, put, you know, too far in danger, I think that also gives him a, you know, um, a reason, you know, um, to be there. So, yeah, I think he, he sees that and he takes that on and uh, and he feels he's the one to do it. Um, so, you know, and I think he, he has so much respect for Prime and the other Autobots, but I think he still wants to make them, uh, hold them accountable, you know. Um, so, you know, even though his superiors who don't know all the things he knows, they are a little bit... Um, you know, by the book, but I think he, he sees the humanity in them and um, and also the danger, you know, in the Decepticons. So um, I think he's in a very unique and important position, and he, he knows it. Now, you mentioned that you go in to record as a group, and Transformers Prime is interesting in terms of you guys all record together as one huge cast all at once. Can you care to tell us any fun facts or fun stories of recording together? Well, I think, you know, when I go to the session, it's like family. I mean, I really feel like I'm coming home. Uh, I worked yesterday, and it's just, I mean, I I love everybody. I love the guys there. Everybody's so supportive uh, from day one and um, so complimentary until sometimes they get a little embarrassed because they, wow, it's great, and when something will happen online or work out or, you know, we'll do a little run of a little thing and, um, uh, and, you know, everybody's, you know, just having fun. I mean, the funniest people, you know, seeing um, Frank and Peter do riffs on all these different character voices that they do, which is amazing. I mean, I, I may have a couple of character voices, but these guys got dozens. You know, Kevin um, uh, Richardson doing his – I mean, it's just it's just great to see that kind of just joy and sort of being there and being in the room. So it's just – you know, I, I just I think about, um, and sometimes in, in the middle of the storytelling, and you see um, uh, Stephen is like my favorite uh, 
uh, uh, Steve Bloom is my favorite character. I just he has so much personality in Starscream. And um, but sometimes there'll be a moment when it really, you know, it, it's touching or it's moving or whatever that everybody kind of gets it. You can feel that in the room, and that's 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 fun. Um, but it's a lot of just playing around, and uh, and that's that's great too uh, to see people sort of enjoying being together. Kevin uh, always does this run on uh, my three sons, you know, and. Uh, that's uh, hilarious, but it's just—it's just—it's a—it's a. So far, it's been a, a fun place to be. Now, I'm sure you guys kind of goof off sometimes. Is there any like wacky hijinks or fun stories you could tell us about that you know you guys pulling pranks on each other? Well, nothing physical, uh, certainly not yet. But um, uh, but you know, it's a fair amount of teasing. You know, I'm not sort of good at sort of remembering those moments, but it's a uh, it's a lot of laughter. It's a lot of fun, and. Um, um, yeah, it's yeah. So, but but I think I think the, probably the biggest thing is everybody's really when something happens. Like I said, you can you can fill it in a room when a you know when a you know scene is delivered a certain way. I think what I'm impressed with everybody is very very supportive and complimentary. That's that's the difference between this show and other shows that I've done where everybody's sort of a lot of shows people come in they do the job and it's not much interpersonal connection this one people really um, really are connecting and uh, and I think that translates into uh, into the show did you happen to be a previous fan of the Transformers franchise at all before coming into the role of Agent Fowler not really I mean I wasn't um, you know an avid fan or anything like that I was certainly aware of the franchise um, I have four sons, and uh, they've all, you know, are fans of, you know, the franchise. And I saw the, you know, the movie, the first movie. But, um, you know, I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I'd watch it with my kids, but I wasn't, didn't really, you know. But I think that this show seems different to me than I, I know it's all part of, but it's very uniquely its own signature and that's what makes it really special to me i didn't expect the inner relationships and the stories between the characters to be as strong as it is i didn't expect the the visuals to be as dynamic as they are i mean it's some i watch this show and i feel like i'm watching a movie i mean it's amazing i don't know how you do that but uh, i'm not a technical person but i just think it's extraordinary um, and you put all the elements together, and it's really, really very, very cool. So, um, so no, I wasn't a, a you know a big fan. I mean, I, I, I didn't, you know, not. I was aware of it through my kids. What would you say was your favorite Agent Fowler moment that you've recorded so far while doing the show, or if there's anything coming up you could tell us about? Well, I think it was one time he was uh, captured by uh, Starscream, and they strung him up, you know chained him up on chains and and uh, they were trying to get him to talk and uh, and he was sort of smarting off and um, just sort of a lot of his responses um, a lot of his responses are always funny but I, I love that scene I can't remember the total details of it but I watched it with my grandkids who just you know just fell out and loved you know so um, he's, and also I love the fact that he's really very unique from all the other characters, not just in terms of him being uh, human, but I think his personality, his his approach to life, his 
Yeah, he's just a very you know unique individual. So um, so there've been a lot of uh, a lot of moments that have been you know just been fun to see him you know try to step and do his thing and yet willing to jump in the fray. You know, I love the fact that he flies. I mean, I, I think it's cool that I fly my own little my own little jet and uh, uh, you know so uh, so it's just a lot of fun stuff. I you know. But I remember that particular scene because I remember my grandkids were so, so, thought that was, like, so cool and fun. As the series has progressed, Agent Fowler has become more and more involved in all the action and everything with the Autobots. Do you think we'll continue to see that progression as things go on? Well, you know, I hope so. I, you know, I never, um, I never try to think too much into these things because I know um, – you know the creators and the writers have their own sort of vision, but uh, but hopefully you know that uh, you know if the character is you know connects with the fans and people like him. That uh, I hope he's involved because I think he does bring um, a certain thing to to the show that's a little bit different. And um, yeah, and I think uh, I know I and uh, identify with him you know for a number of reasons, not just because he's human. So I'd like to see more of the character. Um, and see him be more involved in finding ways. Of course, some of the stuff, you know, can only be done by the bots. But uh, but I think he, um, and I think he's been very good in terms of including. But I like to sure. I, I, I'm an actor, man. I like to see you know everything with Agent Fowler. So I'm probably the last guy to ask. But of course, I'd love to see more of him. Now, is there anything you could tell us about or what's coming up for the end of the season? Any hints or spoilers at all? Well, you know, we uh, I think we we. Do the first half of the uh, the season, and then there's a break, and then we come back. I think in the early fall or late summer, uh, to finish up. And uh, and I never really know. We kind of discover this stuff as we go along. Um, I know that uh, now we begin to really get into the history, and um, you know, and find out more about you know the bots. You know, all together, and um, and their planet, and a lot of you know that that stuff, and it's kind of it's really pretty detailed, which I find very very interesting. And um, so that's you know, um, but I don't I don't uh, I don't know any specific stuff that I can sort of uh, give. Up. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, and uh, and I think Fowler. Uh, like I say, his relationship with the other humans, and um, you know, I think he probably thinks, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's great, it's great to be a part of. So, when first coming in to do the show, was there anything that really surprised you when coming in to read the script about the show? Like, wow, this is an animated show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you know, I think watching the show, there are certainly moments that I go, "Wow, that." Um, I mean, this is you know, this stuff. It's 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 for children, but I think adults, you know, will totally relate to this because it does, you know, it it it, it is sort of nail biting. And uh, there were some moments when you know, certainly with Peter Cullen's prime, you know, this stuff gets pretty emotional. I mean, it's. That I was a little surprised because you know it's an animated series, but sometimes you go, wow! I mean, that's that's very very touching and very you know beyond just because I, I maybe before I went to the session I thought it was going to be a lot of just um, you know battle bots battling it out and banging and uh, but it really gets moving. There are scenes that are 
just really, yeah, very touching and moving because the relationships are really strong, you know, even with the bots. As the Transformers movie series progresses, would you ever like to see maybe Agent Fowler make a cameo in one of the movies possibly coming up? Yeah, you know, I mean, I want you know, once I'm committed to a character, I want to see him make an appearance everywhere. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm an actor. I mean, the actor part of me would love to see Agent Fowler. Yeah, it'd be great. But, um, but, but, you know, those choices and decisions are made by people who, you know, have other, um, you know, other motivators or other reasons for including and not including, but. You know, I think it's a great character. I think he should be included, but I, I think a lot of things. But that's just me. That's me, uh, and, I, and I realize that's just that's Ernie Hudson talking, you know. But I think he's an interesting character. Whenever you do an interesting character, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him more involved, always. Swag. 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 Disclaimer, the opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast are their own and do not represent those of comics online, any other participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less robots in disguise. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate foul language, hanging out with Autobots, biting sarcasm and everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions or suggestions for the Comics Online podcasters, we invite you to post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All original material in this podcast copyright comics online. Who y'all gonna call? Swag, 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 a thousand times over. From leaving car builders to going off like Yamaha bombs, switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.